This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Hey, family. During this corona apocalypse, I'm watching way more television than actually... Let me not lie, I'm watching the exact same amount, which is a whole lot. I watch probably more TV than the average person, and I know a lot of folks are like, how do you have time? Well, I don't. I make time because, in my mind, I'm researching. <laughs> Eventually, I, I plan on being a filmmaker. I plan on producing film, and I want to watch as much as possible to get all different kinds of genres and all different kinds of ways to shoot things. So I watch everything from documentaries to feature film. And this past weekend, I delved into self-made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker. It's a Netflix series, and it's starring Octavia Spencer and Blair Underwood and Tiffany Haddish. And initially, I was not going to watch it because as I was um, looking at the trailers, I was saying to myself, this does not look good. That's what I was saying. But then I saw LeBron James um, produced it. So, you know, me and LeBron James, I'm going to support everything that's LeBron James, even if it's trash. That's how I roll. That's how I roll. I support people who support us. So I watched all four episodes in one sitting. And I must say that the trailer did not disappoint. It was not up to what I thought um, this kind of feature. Not just from the the cinematography, because the, the Cassie Lemons is a dope uh, director and filmmaker. I think she's awesome. But in this... Um, depiction of something, and I don't know whether it was budget or what have you, they kept doing this kind of back and forth. It was a weird boxing scene, and I don't want to give away too much. In the first episode, like this, it's called The Fight of the Century. I get it. So, but you're you're doing this kind of back and forth between reality and this fantasy thing, and it was just so strange. And, and um, that's just my opinion. Again, somebody may watch it and people have. I have not read any reviews, even though I've heard it's getting panned. My issue with this is authenticity because unfortunately, most people will not read uh, Black Fortunes as I did. And I have actually done a whole podcast series on millionaires during and just after slavery, black millionaires in America. And one of those people is Annie Malone. Annie Turnbull Malone, and I think I've done at least two podcasts on her, and I even apologize publicly because for most of my upbringing, I was touting Madam C.J. Walker as the first black self-made millionaire, first woman self-made millionaire in America, and that actually is not factual. So when we do, you know, Madam C.J. Walker self-made, and you denigrate Annie Malone, and you call her Addie Monroe, but we all know that it's Annie Malone. You do two things. First of all, you don't tell the truth about how Madam C.J. Walker actually got to the position that she was in. And I'm st- not really sure if she died a millionaire. I'm not sure that she actually had the wealth because what she was, more than anything, was a great marketer. Now, I'm not going to take anything away from her. Brilliant woman. But what this piece did to Annie Malone, I think, is criminal. And it's only it only happens because a you don't have real historians mapping out the the whole game plan, but b you used a book called On Her Ground On Her Own Ground by Alilia Bundles, who is the granddaughter of the woman that the Tiffany Haddish character, Madam C. J. Walker's daughter, adopted in the film. What do companies like Ring? 
Hint and Tacova's all have in common. They all use NetSuite by Oracle to accelerate their growth. And if you want to take your company from 500,000 to a million, from 2 million to 10 million, from 10 million to 50 million in revenue, NetSuite by Oracle will give you the tools to turbocharge your growth. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business from finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. You can run your entire business from anywhere, even if you're working from home. And with NetSuite, you're covered. NetSuite will give you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. And that's why NetSuite customers grow faster even than the S&P 500. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system trusted by more than 20,000 companies. It's the last system you'll ever need. Schedule your free product tour right now and schedule your free guide, Six Ways to Run a More Profitable Business, at netsuite.com slash Karen. That's netsuite.com slash K-A-R-E-N, netsuite.com slash Karen. Is she going, and again, between a hunter and a lion, who gets to tell the story? And throughout history, we've talked about this before, the person that has the pen, the person that has the platform, usually gets to set the narrative. In this case, Alilia Bundles set the narrative. And is she going to depict Madam C.J. Walker in any light other than? I mean, there's some flaws, and they map it out in the relationship between she and C.J. Walker, Mr. C.J. Walker, played brilliantly, and this was my one big uh, bright spot in, in this series, Blair Underwood, finest, I mean, come on, Blair Underwood, still fine, still fine, but just embodied the character, and this is one character that I think was true to form on so many levels, and I just can't imagine being a man with a woman so dynamic, because she was spitfire, and she was not having it, and she was someone who definitely, you know, um, took her image into her own hands, but the relationship between C.J. Walker, Madam C.J. Walker, and Annie Turnbull Malone, Turnbull Malone, was not correct. Number one, Annie Turnbull's parents both were in bondage; they were slaves. She was not the product of a, a slave rape. She was not the product of a black mother and a white father. She was not a mulatto. She was not beautiful from the pictures that I've seen. Yeah, she's a nice-looking woman. So is Madam C.J. Walker. And if I'm actually looking at both of them, Madam C.J. Walker is a nicer-looking woman. She did not have hair all the way down to her back. It was not that good, I'm putting up air quotes around good hair. She wore glasses. She was a little, uh, com you know, she was more matronly, do you know? So this whole like light skin, dark skin, jigaboo versus, you know, all, I mean, it just, mm -mm, no. And, and it set up a false narrative. Now, was colorism part of the day? Yes. You couldn't get into sororities back then unless you passed a brown paper bag test. There were certain schools you couldn't get into. Yes, black people were obsessed with colorism, and I'm not going to say that Annie Malone was not. Maybe she advertised that you could look like these light-skinned women because we're skin bleaching now. When I say we, in Africa, I just was there, <laughs> as you know. And, yeah, skin bleaching is huge in a continent, on a continent where black is the default. But that's where we are, right? We've been indoctrinated into believing that that is that. So I do want to applaud Madam C.J. Walker for not just rejecting it, but saying, I'm going to put my black ass on my <laughs> in my advertising. I'm going to put my black face on my products. Yes, there was a lot that they could have um, done with this and not denigrate Annie Malone. It just was not necessary. And it, and it takes me to a place where it's like we can only have one person at a time in a space. 
Like, this whole notion, first of all, Madam C.J. Walker did not wash Annie Malone's clothes. How the story actually goes is Annie Malone was building this empire. She um, went into the woods in the backwoods and got with a medicine woman, some probably Native American who taught her herbs, and she learned through the process of herbs how to grow people's hair. One of her sisters had a friend that was bald in patches, and she helped her grow hair, and it became legendary in the area that this young lady had a gift and a knack, Annie Malone, uh, for growing hair, or Annie Turnbow at the time. She wasn't Malone until very late in life when she got married, but she became legendary, and as a result, she started, she went with, to a chemist, started making products, and got women to sell. She was the first woman to start this thing that we know now as Amway or, or Avon. Or, or She was empowering other women who were washerwomen, maids, cooks, nannies. She was empowering them to make their own way, and many of them were able to leave those demeaning jobs and become their own businesswomen. That's what she did. So when she knocked on Sarah Breedlove's door, who was washing clothes and offered her this opportunity, my goodness, did Sarah Breedlove take it and run with it. So much so that she was one of Annie Malone's most successful saleswomen. And she was giving her a whole territory. Annie Malone was giving Sarah Breedlove a whole territory. And then she ran into C.J. Walker, who was like, yeah, not only can we have this territory, but we could have the whole entire country because he was a traveling salesman. And we could take her product, remix it, and go out and sell your product. And that's exactly what they did. So, number one, uh, Sarah Breedlove stole, which we see in this um, depiction, and I'm grateful that they did that, stole Annie Malone's formula. She may have made it better. I'm not going to dispute that. But the thievery and the, the, the chicanery and the duplicitousness, when um, there's a, a line, and I don't want to give away too much, where um, one of the characters says to the other, we, we would have been stronger together had we worked together. And I, as I was watching that, I was thinking, she's absolutely right. And I, and I hate that we live in a place, we, we, black people in particular, where we don't see the value. Like, I, don't, I can work with you, I can work under you and be wildly, wildly successful and help you get to a place that you couldn't get to. But very few people are willing to do that. Very few people are willing to do Ed McMahon. Very few people are willing to do Robin Quivers, you know, and I'm, I'm bringing up the entertainment space because, you know, you see this, the sidekick, but the sidekick would never have been that person without th the main person. So Robin Quivers makes millions of dollars a year sitting at a seat next to Howard Stern, and some would say, you know, she, she chuckles and she goes, oh, Howard, who wouldn't make millions of dollars <laughs> doing that every day for the last 20 plus years. But here's what you don't know. Howard Stern needs her. She's, her com she's his comfort. She allows him to, to be comfortable sitting in that seat and being his best. But many of us want this, the spotlight. And I'm just going to tell you, like, I definitely don't want the spotlight. I would love, and I've spent my, most of my career doing that very thing, giving other people a platform, whether it's through books um, and again, you know, or, or teaching or what have you, because it is a pleasure to watch people who are really talented become their best selves, and you know you contributed to it. But few people are willing to do that. And if, I, if I'm looking at Madam C.J. Walker and Annie Malone, had they joined forces, Lord have mercy, would we have what we have today? 
where we have the, the total takeover of black hair care, with the exception of a few, the Shea Moistures and others, who are relatively new. If you think about Carol's daughter, Shea Moisture, Miss um, Jessie's, this is in the last couple of decades. These ladies were doing this in the 1900s, early 1900s. You, I mean, think about that for a second. They completely dominated, they, she did the math, there are this many black women. And then there was a vision like, they're black women globally. They're black women all over the world. What if these, what if these products got to Africa, or the Caribbean? Guess what? They were heading that way. But instead, instead of a, a, a united front, it turned into a battle. And that's the one thing that was kind of you know, pointed out here. Think about this. Madam C.J. Walker died in 1919. Whether she was a millionaire or close to it, I know she had a mansion in New York. I know that she, she had a factory in Indianapolis because I saw it with my own two eyes. I know that she had employed thousands of women all over the country. But Annie Malone was even wealthier, maybe five, six times wealthier than Madam C.J. Walker. But we don't hear about her at all. Annie Malone not Addie Monroe, Annie Malone. So as you watch this, which I did, support LeBron and support Octavia and support Cassie Lemons, but understand that it's so important that we tell the truth about these stories and we can't let that slight go. So um, Madam C.J. Walker was a great woman. Again, to come from where she came from, an orphan uh, who was washing people's clothes and well into her late 30s uh, was, was demeaned in a job and then in a very quick way figured out. And she did challenge Booker T. Washington and she did grab her own. And what she did that was more important, which Annie Malone um, tried to emulate but couldn't because that was Madam C.J. Walker's gift, she knew how to make friends. She knew how to ingratiate herself with the media because she understood that the press, that the media was a great equalizer. We're seeing it in this day. Donald Trump is in the White House because he knows how to manipulate the media. He knows how to market himself to his base and to the rest of the world. And he has created an image for himself. That is not true, that is false, but it, it because every day in the media it gets beat into us it is really hard to undo. The people that follow him will follow him into the abyss. And Madam C.J. Walker had a similar magic, and I'm not comparing her to a carnival barker like Donald Trump, but what I'm saying is two things can be true. Annie Malone, super talented, gifted in the, in the growth of hair, brilliant woman who understood the power of empowering other people. Madam C.J. Walker took that, that model and then took it to the next level by ingratiating herself with newspaper people, with people who knew how to get the message out, with the traveling salesman and C.J. Walker who took it around, knew how to do ads, knew how to get people whipped up, and was really good at the flashy stuff. Imagine if they brought it together. So I leave you with this. Um, I'm recommending that you watch Self Made just so that you can, if those of you who know the story, but I'm also in this, at the same time recommending that you read Black Fortunes, which is on our book club list, 
eventually I'll get to it. Don't you worry. Uh, but read the chapter on Annie Malone. Actually, read the whole book because she's woven in. And, and the way Shamari um, does the book is just brilliant. But read that book so that you can get a true depiction of who Annie Malone is. And that's the reason why they didn't give her her real name. But Addie, Addie Monroe is very close. <laughs> she wasn't a mulatto. She was not this beautiful woman who was, you know, uh, one of those mean girls. She was a businesswoman who had a vision that was stolen and magnified. And God bless. All right. So uh, self-made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker, again, based on a book by the woman who's the grandchild of the woman that was adopted by the Tiffany Haddish character in the movie. So you'll see, you'll understand. Um, and there's some, mm, I'm not going to get into the, to the rumors. So I'm just going to stick to the facts. Um, self-made, uh, outside of the acting of Blair Underwood, and I thought that Octavia was pretty decent, uh, there was just some issues with the, with the, the, the depictions and also just how the story was, was laid out that I was like, yeah, it's, it's mech for me. It's, it's okay. Um, but yes, do watch it for yourself. Uh, up next, I'm going to continue my um, dissertation. No, uh, what do I call this? Uh, my reviews of movies and television shows and documentaries. So uh, if you are at all inclined, uh, follow me on Twitter. I'd appreciate that, at Karen Hunter. If you want to comment, use the hashtag podcast. Also, follow me on YouTube at Karen Hunter Show. Subscribe to the channel because I'm posting stuff there as well, um, more political and health stuff. But um, check out the podcast. Check out, excuse me, check out the YouTube channel. And of course, listen to me on SiriusXM, Urban View Channel 126. I appreciate y'all. Uh, share this with people. Love you. Till next time.